1: There is an emptiness in the world and of the world which will never satisfy. Try as we will, if you are looking for the world to give you satisfaction, you will be disappointed. But there is a fullness in Christ Jesus which satisfies and which will always satisfy even when the weight of the world seems to be on your shoulders. I want to talk to you today about the fullness of life. The fullness which is in Jesus, it is the fullness of his grace we have all received. In fact, the Bible says one blessing after another. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in Christ. Imagine that, beloved. All the fullness of God dwells in Jesus. And as Jesus dwells in us, we have access to the fullness of God. What a thought, what a blessing to know that the fullness of God is at my disposal at any given time or moment. You know, the world is empty. And one satisfies at all times. The only one that satisfies is Jesus Christ. The other, if you're looking to the world to satisfy you, is a temporal satisfaction. It can come and go with the winds of change. If you ever wonder at the vanity and the emptiness of the world, just open the book of Ecclesiastes and read about the futility of life. It is uncertain who actually wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, although it is thought to be Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. And the reason it is thought that Solomon wrote the book is because of the experiences related in Ecclesiastes seem to correspond with those of Solomon. Although he was the richest and the wisest man who ever lived, yet at the end of his life, he expounded to the effect that life was meaningless You know, the word meaningless and under the sun occurs more than 25 times within the book of Ecclesiastes. Like many of us, this little book contains the reflections and experiences of a philosopher whose mind was in conflict over the problems of life. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt the conflict in your own life because of the problems that you face and maybe you are facing right now? The emptiness of life will not satisfy us because we will always want more. Ecclesiastes one eight tells us, All things are wearisome more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear it's full of hearing. The opportunities in life for seeing and hearing are vast. Just look around you. What opportunities we have today versus... Um, Uh, say even 20 years ago or compared to 20 years ago. They are many. The more we have sometimes makes us want more. You know, I love to collect teapots and teacups and every time I see one I may go, oh, look at that. But I don't need it. Where would I put it, I ask myself. My eye will always wander to those ornate teapots, but so it is with many things in our lives. We just will always want more. Aimless toil is another vexation in life and can cause and leave an empty feeling. Again, let's look at Ecclesiastes. It says there was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. In other words, he worked a lot. Yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. And then he says, for whom am I toiling? And why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless. It's a miserable business that my friend is straight from God's word, not from my lips. Accumulation of wealth is also another emptiness of life. It says whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. This too, and it says in Ecclesiastes, is meaningless. It is not wrong to be wealthy just don't love wealth more than God or people. Be sure to leave room for both in your pursuits. I think God wants us to make all we can, save all we can, and give away all we can. Money is a tool to be used for the good of all mankind. The gratif- gratification of appetite is another area that leaves us empty. Again, this great book of Ecclesiastes chapter 6, 7, verse 7 tells us that all man's efforts are for his mouth. Yet, his appetite is never satisfied. You know, we eat uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But guess what? Tomorrow, we're going to want breakfast lunch and dinner again our appetites are always with us and they will clamor for our attention and always want more again appetite is not wrong God gave it so we would not starve but we must know that the flesh is vanity and it will pass away and the fruit of self control is what is lasting and what gives us our strength and our joy for today the pursuit of worldly objects is another empty and vain thing Isaiah Isaiah 55 2 says, Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. That which is good, beloved, is that which will satisfy you long after the newness has worn off of your latest. Purchase. Have you ever bought something, purchased something, and you were so excited about it? And yet, you know, when you got it home and, and you put it in its pr- right place or its intended uh, uh, place, um, there's still always this kind of uh, emptiness. It, you know, it, it doesn't, things do not satisfy. Put everything in right perspective. God wants you to have but he wants you to have more of him than any worldly object or material blessing. Lastly, pursuing after every and each opportunity, aimless toil and accumulation of wealth, gratifying the appetite that pursued worldly objects, Will always leave us wanting more It will not last We always come back For more and nothing of these Things are wrong within themselves And their proper places But there is more that does Satisfy beloved and that Is the fullness of Christ and Tomorrow we will look at that So please join me on faith to live by
0: You've been listening to faith to live by With Sue Taylor
1: Are you a Christian who likes to read? If not, there's a whole world of Christian publishing out there that you're missing out on. I invite you to check out the Authors' Corner podcast where I talk to the latest Christian authors each week about their new book releases and what's coming next. So if you're ready to jumpstart your spiritual growth with the newest books and the authors who write them, check out the Authors' Corner podcast with me, Roberta Foster.